do you think is exactly. acceptable to send back to the kitchen? What do you feel is really just unacceptable to send back to the kitchen? Well, it is really not a matter of what's acceptable and what's unacceptable. If you're not satisfied, then you should send it back. Okay, then. But from the standpoint of, okay, so now, if you did not read, let me put this out there. If you <laughs> did not read the menu, all right, and something comes out and it's something in there that you don't like, first off, that's your fault. Second off, you need to be patient because depending on how busy the restaurant is, your ticket is going to fall. It's not going to get the first priority because it's kind of like your fuck up as a patriot. Okay, but with that being said, there are some restaurants, and I've, I've actually been to a few restaurants where it's just like I didn't even know that this came with this and you guys didn't actually specify that. How should you go about that? Like, Because then sometimes asking, like I understand you can ask the server, but then... So you saying if a dish comes to you and there's something in it that you didn't know was in it and it was not on the menu description. Yes. Because I've had that happen several times and I was just like, but this didn't even, okay, I guess I gotta well, live with this. I can see that as a, a rare thing. Not saying it never happens, but if that is the case, then once again, if you, you know, you paying for the food, if you're not satisfied, you send it back. Because you didn't know. It's like I had no, it didn't say anywhere that this had such and such on there. So I would send it back. And that's also upon the restaurant because you need to have a good menu description to let people know. Now, if you sometimes you do small things like, you know, garnishes aren't necessarily included in the description, but usually garnishes are kind of neutral. But if. Somebody says, I don't want onions, and the garnish is green onions. In common sense, you don't put the green onions on the plate. With that being said also, how common is common sense in an actual kitchen? The same as it is in the real world. It don't exist. It does not. All right. It, it is, yeah, it, it doesn't exist. You can't assume that common sense is the same across the board. I have a bit of a satirical question. It's more of me being just the butthole. Um... Just to let everybody know, when you have a large party at, you know, some restaurants, most people and staff hate you because you're about to send in a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of my No, don't say that. They hate you when you don't reserve. When you don't yes, say exactly. shit. exactly. When you don't reserve. Then they hate you. Like, you show up with about 28 people, and it's just like, were they on the reservations? When you no, don't call ahead, God. they hate you. That is a pain in the ass, it's yes. Because now we have to, you know, scatter and prepare and make I'll, sure we got enough food. I'll say, if it's over eight. It's a pain in the ass. Well, I, ten tops. I have gotten a twenty top. That's I, ridiculous. Let me be clear. I was working at this restaurant. I work at by myself after like about three. I'm by myself. I have gotten twenty tops by myself. I've gotten fifteen tops. I have had two fifteen tops together at the same time, like a whole hour before closing. Oh my god, that that. Yes, so that means I stayed a whole extra hour and a half later. Just for that one table. Just for two tables. It was two 15 tops. And it was ridiculous. They had to call somebody like halfway through me doing all the orders. They called somebody from the other restaurant across the street. And they finally came over 20, 
20, 30 minutes into me doing the ticket. It's just like, you know what? I don't even necessarily need you, but, you know, just go ahead and grab these fries. I mean, yeah, it, it that happens, but people people don't think about that. Like, it's and when it's close to closing, like kitchen send staff home when it's close to closing and it's not necessarily busy. Kitchen starts kitchen. sending staff home. It's like, okay, you're gonna close tonight, so you know it's just gonna be you such and such gonna make sure this is broken down or the f- seafood is iced. But for the most part, you may have one or two chefs that close the kitchen on a night that's not busy. So if you come in there with your party at 15, you know, 30 minutes before the restaurant closes and then you're wondering why your food is taking so long, because it's probably one person who was literally breaking down, cleaning up, getting ready to, you know, go home, clock out. You know, all they waiting for is that last, they, they waiting for that last hit, like, oh, okay, it's, it's 12, it's 12 on the dot, all right, I can wrap these last five items up and break down. Now they see you walking in and now they're having a mental breakdown in their head because they're just like, come, come I you hope serious? you don't order the such and such. Right, because I know this happened several times I where I ran out of something. Such and such. I ran out of something. I didn't have it. I was just like, cool, I got 30 minutes left. It doesn't even matter that I don't have it. And then here comes a whole group of people who want that specific thing that I do not have. Like, I've actually had that where it was just, they wanted that specific thing, and I was absolutely out of it. That always happens. Whenever you run out, that's what everybody wants. That's exactly that's what That's what they see somebody walking by with the shit, and it's like, ooh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I want three of those. It's like, damn. No, well, I'm sorry, out. sir. Like, we just ran out of chicken, out. and I am not frying anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> not ten minutes before closing. I'm not breaking out the flour and that's all That's my that. point. We like battering the shit. When we get down to the last, like you know, hour, I have enough chicken that should last me for that hour. If I don't have enough chicken, that means you in here too late. (laughs) (coughs) If I ain't got no chicken, you should have came early. You should have came early. I would just places shit runs out. I mean, if you come in there late, you now. You, you you can't expect motherfuckers to have everything when you in there 30 minutes before they close. Now, humor me. Humor me, please. <laughs> you, you hear me? Humor me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When is it acceptable to whoop somebody's ass in the kitchen? Never. It is never acceptable. Oh, shall, shall we bring up a time? No, we're not because <laughs> nothing happened. Well, I'm going to bring up a time that I wasn't exactly involved in because it was absolutely funny. And the person that was involved got their ass whooped and still maintains that same job. Kitchens are different worlds. They're their own little ecosystems. Yes. They run see, off their own politics and their yeah, own judicial you, systems. You're so right. You're so right because in this situation, it was the executive sous chef who got his ass whooped by a dishwasher. See, it'd be like that. Oh, no, the dishwasher got fired for sure. Of course the dishwasher got fired. And nobody saved this dude as he got his ass Because nobody liked his ass, probably. Exactly. <coughs> he was so rude and ruthless to this one guy. This guy was just like, you know, fuck this job. Took off his shit and started whooping his ass. Damn. And, and people stood around, literally stood around. They wanted video, to see him get his ass Videotaped <laughs> him getting his ass whooped. They wanted to see him get his ass whooped. And they just, just like, he's over here, help. Nah, nah, nigga. You good. Remember that shit you said Thursday? Remember what you said to me the other day? I remember. Mm-hmm. Hit him in the jaw one more time, bitch. One more good time. Mm. Mm. 
And since from then on, he's been so much nicer. He's actually a nice person to be around at this point. You want to work for him. It's almost like you want to Somebody whooped his ass. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. And that's why I asked. Somebody whooped his ass. And that's why I ask sometimes. Like, you got to ask sometimes. Because people need to know when is it actually accepted. Violence is never the answer. Violence is never the answer unless somebody feels. No, (laughs) because both parties are not going to stay. Like, violence is never Uh, the answer. Not in that situation. Violence is never the answer. Like, when you touch another person, like, you physically get into it. It's it's never the answer. It never turns out right. It doesn't. <laughs> no matter how you slice it. All right. So, how often do you mess up on a daily basis? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean I that's mean, a good question, but I'm I mean, like, I'm not like, gonna fucking lie. Like, I fuck up all the time. Every fucking day, I fuck up something. You've been doing this for like what? Twelve years? Thirteen? Uh, 12. 12. Over 12. Yeah, 13. 13. Is I'm at like 13 is 8 right now. Yeah, I fuck up every day. You'll, you'll never stop fucking up. I mean, now granted, your fuck ups get smaller. That's the key. When and, your fuck ups are smaller. And better to maintain. You know, it's, it's all right. Like, I didn't turn the small oven on. But the big oven is still on, and I can use it. Okay, let me turn the small. Yo, your fuck ups get smaller. But yeah, I fuck up every fucking day. Like I'll forget to <laughs> to put toast with somebody's breakfast, or forget to no, give no, them a okay. side well, of grits. I, sh- I guess I should have specified. I on fuck that up one. all the time. Not like things like you know on the lawn. I'm talking about like when we were at he working back. Things like that. Those kinds of mess ups where it's just like, ah, uh, goddamn it, I got to start all the way over. And it's not that often uh, to where you completely have to redo something. And then at the same time, you can answer, like... I say probably... Mm, well, I burned some shit the other day, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can't say never. I just, See, if I had like, to put it on a daily, i say at least twice okay. a week. Something twice just, a week, I'd probably fuck up something like... I'd overcook rice and have to do it again. So it's at least twice a week I'll fuck up some shit that I have to redo. Oh, boy. Yeah, I burn burn bread all the time. That's because bread is so easily forgettable. Yeah. So it's at least twice a week I'll fuck up some shit that I got to start over. I'm just going to be honest. That's a minimum. I guarantee you it's at least twice a week. It could be more, but at least twice a week I will fuck some shit up. Oh, that was, that was, those were my political questions, so I didn't How are they political questions? They're kind of political, it's just like. They're not political, they're like random, like questions you would just ask somebody who works in the kitchen. Okay, I mean, this one is not that bad, so when does being a chef become, like, most challenging? (laughs) When you give a fuck. That's the, I do that's the realest answer I can say. <laughs> when you literally start giving a fuck about what you do, like about your craft, your skill set, you know, you start setting little goals for yourself. Like, oh, I don't know how to make this dish or I want to learn how to make pasta or I want to learn something like that. When you start giving a fuck and start setting goals, that's that's when the shit is stressful. I feel that's most stressful for me is when I have to deal with people that are just ignorant. 
Because oh, well, it's because they slow me down in what I have to do. Yeah, dealing with people is stressful, but that's in like any environment. Y- yeah, but in this aspect, we if we don't work together, that means we're all fucked up. True, but also in several environments, if it's not a good team, it's not a good morale, the environment sucks. But especially in the kitchen because you have no choice but to work together because right. one plate could come from several stations. So, yeah, I do understand what you're saying from that standpoint because if it's not a good teamwork or a good work ethic across the board, then the whole kitchen is kind of like, you know, it's it's not the best environment to work in, and then you have no choice but to work with people and communicate with people because it's not like one of those workplaces where if it's not really a good team <clears throat> team-oriented environment, that you everybody can kind of seclude off to the side and just you know communicate through email, or if you don't want to talk to this person, you don't necessarily have to until the next project meeting. Kitchens, you have to communicate with somebody every fucking day, literally per ticket, depending on how it's set up. Your station may depend on the station next to you. So problems in other work environments exist in kitchen environments, but they are amplified because of the kitchen environment, because we always have to communicate with each other. So if you and such and such ain't having a good day, but you and such and such need to call ourselves to each other, the night is fucked. Because you don't want to talk to that motherfucker. You don't want to talk to that motherfucker. They they do something to get on your motherfucking nerves, and then y'all back talking to each other. It's like, well, now you're slowing up the entire kitchen. So problems that happen everywhere, essentially, are just amplified because of the environment <coughs> of the kitchen. Like the environment of the kitchen, period. The problems are just like on 10 automatically. Which is why a lot of people don't necessarily make it. You can't use what you learn somewhere else inside of a kitchen. But you can use what you learn in a kitchen somewhere else. Especially when it comes to team building and communication. Because that's all a kitchen is. But you come from somewhere else, some different environment, or you worked in, I don't know, corporate or office, or you you were a teacher or something like that. It it don't work. You kind of got to start the book fresh for a kitchen environment and all kitchens are fucking different <laughs> depending on what they cook how many people you know they serve on a regular basis their location like it's a lot of different aspects or variables that affect how a kitchen functions but the kitchen environment in itself is a very unique environment absolutely question of how she's still working but everybody does everybody does that's just a part of life, especially being a chef. It's like, nigga, do I really want to do this fucking shit? I'm no, not making I mean, enough money. It's, it's ma- yeah, the mainly this the money yeah, part it's that the comes, money. comes with it is just like, mm-hmm. do I really? It's a lot of work for the money, which just makes you start looking at other things. It's, it's normal. It's fucking normal. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you basic-ass questions because we're already in this. It's a basic-ass Oh yeah, super basic. Like Su- super basic, super basic. Oh, watch this cuz this is this is like when I tell dudes <laughs> You are so lame. When I tell dudes I'm a chef, oh, 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 oh. What's your favorite dish to make? Oh my god, you know what? <laughs> okay, look. Now, nah, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a backslash to it because <sighs> I have to have You don't a even need a backslash. Cuz I have to say cuisine. Always wanted to ask yourself. 
We'll, uh, uh, we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. We got to finish this one. Okay, we got to be basic right, for okay. a second. All right, what's the, what's the basic? What's the basic? What is your favorite dish backslash cuisine either to make, eat, or whatever? Just what is okay. your favorite? So this is kind of a loaded answer. This question. I mean, I'll answer. Do you want me no, to answer? No, first? no, I answer. I have an answer. Okay. I have an answer. I have an answer, but it's 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 like a two part answer. Like That's there's fine. levels to it. So this question is is kind of annoying. It's annoying for me. And let me explain. For I don't know if I'm gonna upload this or not, but allow me to explain for a second. So it's annoying to me because. I have cooked so many things so from so many different places. I've been exposed to so many different types of food. It's hard to pinpoint just one thing. So when somebody asks you, like, oh, what's your favorite dish to cook? Or, you know, what's, what's your favorite thing to eat? It's like, well, honestly, it kind of depends on how I'm feeling. Like, if I'm feeling Mediterranean, I may go get a gyro, and then I'll start making gyros. Or if I want... Jamaican beef patties or jerk chicken, I may go buy jerk chicken, and then later on that month, I'm making beef patties because I still feel like having Jamaican or Caribbean. It kind of feels, it depends on how I feel at the moment. Now, this is just for me because I've been exposed to so much. Now, for people who have not been exposed or have cooked as many things they can easily say oh yeah i like this or this is my favorite well if you've only cooked mexican and italian because those are the two restaurants you worked at then okay that makes sense why you chose italian because you oh italian is my favorite okay yeah you've only worked here and here this is majority as what you cook you've gravitated to one dish that you primarily like because that's what you're feeling at the moment so that's your answer but as you I guess broaden your palette and your skill set, it's hard to pinpoint just one thing. Like, you'd be better off saying, oh, you'd be better off giving me some room. Like, say, what's your top five? I could give you a top five. Like, I could give you a top five right now, and they're probably one of some of your friends' favorites. Look, tamales, definitely fucking top five. Euros, definitely fucking top five. Time out. What? I have to say this. You specifically, as a person, have to put just gochujang <laughs> as one of the these. The red, red pepper paste. Yes, you red just pepper? have. It, it, yes. it doesn't. I'm about to that say is my, it doesn't matter what you put it in. One of my in. favorite flavors of all time. Yes. You specifically, you can't. I'll, it has to be somewhere in this. I'll list. give you that. Gochujang okay. wings are the hotness. I'll give you that. So it's. I mean. <laughs> Even stupid shit. Like, and I'm talking about stuff to eat and to make. Like, all of those things I've made, and I enjoy fucking eating. What? Reading. Chicken marsala. Hands yeah, down. Really, one of, one of I, my favorites. I hate that you really love making chicken marsala. Because it's, it's so simple. I understand. It's and this simple is why and it's I, good. This is why I'm going to call you a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is your basic bitch dish. And I need you to know that. That's your basic bitch dish. No. Yes. Every every chef has their basic bitch dish. Every chef does. I should have brought mine. Every chef does. It's okay. I don't judge you for it. We got water. I'm definitely gonna get some. But uh, 
I don't judge you for it. But it's okay. No love is lost. Did you say no love is lost for chicken marsala? Fuck you. I love chicken marsala. But for you, you know that's your basic ass goddamn. <sighs> I got to stop saying so much. That's your basic just recipe for when you just don't want to do anything. You're hungry for some Italian. Yeah, marsala. It's easy to do this real quick. Bing, bing, bang. Cool food. Yes, that's that's why it's in the top five. I'm not denying that. The ease of, you know, prep time, making that shit, of course, is that's why it's in the top fucking five. Well, I mean, my top five, like, if we're going to say that, I'll give you But my- I'm saying, but they have to be top five that you would eat and make. Yes, and this is why this, my basic bitch thing, <laughs> <laughs> my basic bitch thing, you'll, not, you'll be surprised, actually. What, what is it? What is it? Meatballs and spaghetti. I now, wait a minute. Hold on. I love making meatballs. Hold on. Hold on. Because actually, this is a good subject. It's your top five things to eat and make. So if you say this is on my top five things to eat, it has to be something you make. Yes. The fuck? No, but I'm saying that's a different top five to ask someone. Because anyone can say their top five things to eat. You don't have to make them. Before a chef is like, you have to make it. And eat it. So if you say one of my favorite dishes is pizza, it's like, okay, well, how good are you at making it? Oh, I never made it. Then you can't count it. Dude, I just made some meatballs last week. But that's what I'm getting to. Meatballs aren't that easy. There are levels to meatballs. True. You can have different ground beefs. I know. You know, you can go with the the egg yolks and the breadcrumbs. Right now, we in coronavirus. (laughs) I'm not making no money. I am using the shitty ground beef. I am not putting any pork in it. I am just making it as best as I can. So you had struggle loads. Well, they ain't even struggle loads because you made them. Struggle loads are spaghettios out the can. Exactly. So these these are the basic bitch gourmet meatballs and spaghetti. If I if I could find if I could make my own sauce and I wasn't annoyed by making sauce that day, I would do it. <coughs> I bet if you had a hand blender you would. I have an actual blender and a ninja mix thing at my house. No, right I now. mean no the stick. I understand. I still don't want to eat I still what? I don't want to make sauce. Right I don't want to make boil so- the tomatoes. Sauce, sauce is annoying to make sometimes because sometimes you can mess it up and you know I'm right. True, you can mess up anything though. And I really like putting onion in my sauce. Fine. Yeah, but it makes it white. And then I have to, you know, balance it back no, with the tomato paste. Just because you ain't cooking them long enough. I d- they got to be your color. Nigga, they're not supposed to be caramelized. <laughs> yes. Not all of them. I, okay, okay. What, what what sauce you make? You you making salsa? Mama? Now, let's be clear. I did make this back when I first started because that was the recipe that it called for. And it was a good sauce. It just was white. Well, pale. What else was in it? It just had, it had a... White tomatoes. That was the only thing light in it uh, that made it. Whoa, white tomato. Okay, all right. It had white tomatoes. Right. I, I prejudged. I didn't know it had white. Wait a minute, white tomato. Yo, I was in Texas. You that's, know I got to Google. That's how they made it. You know in. I have to Google white dude, tomatoes. Dude, white. I said white tomatoes. I didn't mean white tomatoes. What? White onions. White onions and what else? Is that what was I'm it. Saying? It, it was, was no tomatoes? Onion. No, it was tomatoes in it. Yes, of course. But it was nothing else that, you know, changed the color of it. It was everything that you normally put in it and white And you weren't supposed onions. to caramelize the motherfuckers? No, it's supposed to it be that ne- pale? it did not say to caramelize the onions. Because, you know, I roast the tomatoes. Well, if you cook it, if you do it in a pot, 
Still, I would still caramelize the onions to get color. Uh, uh, let's get back on topic because we got way far <laughs> off topic. You started that shit. I understand, but you asked about the damn sauce. Uh, okay, so okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Back mm-hmm. to the top five. Mm-hmm. Base, mm-hmm. like we're not even doing top five of basic. We just had the one basic in the top five. Was was the chicken marsala? That's yours your, is the chicken top? marsala. Mine was the uh, meatballs and spaghetti. So okay. now you you're supposed to be you had the. Chicken marsala, you said the gochujangs in there. I said that, and then you can't say gochujang. It's a sauce. I understand that, but let's be clear about how many things you specifically make with gochujang. Fucking amazing. So that's why it is part of so, your top. So five. now it's just in it. Okay, the sauce. Okay, well, let, let me ask. Okay, this. let me okay. ask this. The let sauce ask. can be in there. The sauce can be in there. Okay, because I was about to. Like, look, I was about to say. Let me ask. Is any kind of gochujang in any of your top five? Well, Beep and Bop had. Oh, okay. So this is why <laughs> this is why I'm going to say, Go Chu Chang shall be part of just your top five in general. Uh, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I'll I'll agree with that. All I'm right. Sorry. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's five. Okay, go back through them again. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay, unclear. Okay, so we got euros. <laughs> euros. Pizza. Pizza. Chicken marsala. Chicken marsala. Uh. Bliss. Goku chain. Goku chain. And beep and bop? And beep and bop. Okay, so that was your five. Yeah. I heard curry. She Actually, curry is one of my top five, but I feel you. See, she said, okay, look, there are certain things that I make on a regular basis. Okay. Curry is one of them. That's because it's simple. You want to know one of my top? It's simple and it's versatile. You want to know one of my top five to make at home? Shayla? Alfredo and chicken? Because I'm basic. I'm going to need you not. (laughs) (laughs) I put extra stuff in it, though. I have to make it good. It's like out there buying... Buying hood dishes. But it's like, yo, I actually go get some good Parmesan. I don't make my sauce necessarily. I'm not even going to lie. I don't make my sauce. I don't feel like it. It's just too much work. I'm at <coughs> home. I'm already going to take it. You would if you had a hand mixer. I'm getting tired of you and this hand mixer. <laughs> <coughs> but I do make Alfredo still. That's my once a week thing if I don't feel like really doing much. See, I think Alfredo is like just one of those things. It's what it's the reason why it's popular. It's good. It's good. Like it's just simple and good. Like I don't care how much you try to say it's a bastard dish. Like people say pizza is a bastard dish. It's popular for a fucking reason because it's say, good. About to say so. There's one pizza out there that you gonna like. It's popular for a fucking reason. It's it's fucking good. I don't, I don't care if it's a bastard dish. Or um, okay, we're going to move on to the next question because I feel we're going to keep getting off topic. <laughs> Where would you work at again? Again, as in some place I previously worked? Mm-hmm. Nowhere. <laughs> and let me be clear so people don't try to talk about me. I say this from the standpoint of 
There are some places or there are some people who say, yeah, I go back to this place if such and such wasn't there or if they changed X, Y, Z. And they actually go back. Or sometimes it was a discrepancy. They left and then they called them back. As it, that happens. Not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying for me, personally, nowhere. Like, I don't want to go backwards. I got what I got from the place. I did what I did at the place. And... I'm not working there, so I'm not going backwards. Now, I understand there are some people who work at a place, and then years later they come back as the boss or the exec. I'm still good. I'm just being real. Like, I'm I'm still good. Like, even if you wanted to call me back as the boss at, or the exec, I've been there. Like, I don't care if I was a dishwasher or if I was a sous chef. I've been there. I've seen that environment. I know how it works. And I'm not there, so I'm not going back. <laughs> okay, cool. You covered all the bases I was going to get. I've I, I seen it already. I'm not knocking anybody who does that or people who <laughs> would go back. Just for me, no. All right. Okay. I'm good. Getting down to the Shayla questions. Oh, Lord. What she asked? Okay, first one is actually not that bad, but I, th- I think it's going to be kind of funny. How do you trick the health inspectors? I know we've done some, some things. We've done some things oh when the health God. inspectors you, come. I'm going to need you to not say we've done some things because then people are going to think that we're horribly nasty. No, we're not horribly nasty, but it's other people so, that we have to clean up after. Okay. I say how how to fool the health inspector. I wouldn't necessarily say fool the health inspector. I would say that it's more like everybody is script Like... <laughs> If you ever seen a scene in a movie or a cartoon where, like, everybody is scrambling behind the person, but but everybody is scrambling behind the person, or, like, you know, everybody moves. When one person moves, everybody behind them moves. That's kind of what's going on when the health inspector comes in. It's like, if the health inspector is over here, everything is supposed to look nice and peaceful wherever the (laughs) health inspector is. But if you look behind the health inspector, <laughs> everybody and their mama is running around with Sharpies. It's somebody that their job is just to wipe shit down. It's another person's job to just sweep, nigga. If you see it, sweep that shit up. Grabbing towels. Somebody <laughs> goes in the cooler and label shit. Anything suspect is gone. Oh, at you had to have a team to go in the cooler. It's just like, you three, come here. Make sure you got Sharpies. Go in the cooler. Make sure it's good. Oh, my God. So, look. Now... I'm going to have to go through and practice editing. But the whole point of it being called In This One Kitchen is we never say kitchen names. So it's uh, In This One Kitchen XYZ. Are you You would always have, like, it's kind of like everybody knows. Like, if it's something in the cooler that suspect, just get the fuck out of here. Something in here that's fucking old, just get the fuck out of here. Now, some places are different. <laughs> Some places hide things, like hide food in areas where you shouldn't have food. People are gross. You know, I've I've seen those videos, and I believe it actually does happen. Like, I mean, we saw that it happened, but I believe that's not the only place. But I say, if you really wanted to fool the health inspector, on some real shit. You say stuff is cooling off. <laughs> oh, 
Now that's one. That's one I feel that I could say that I won't get a lot of heat for. Is just say it's cool enough. If you got something like we've all done this, we've set up our station and we left something out. Oh shit! The health inspector is here. Whatever this is is supposed to be cold. We haven't set it out on our station all fucking day. But we're let's saying we came in at seven, started setting up at seven thirty. It's now eight thirty. Health inspector is walking through the door. You start scrambling around, and now it's now eight thirty, going on nine o'clock, and this is sitting out on your station. What do you say? You're not gonna throw that shit away because y'all about to open in a minute. And you need that shit. Whatever this item may be, I'm just throwing this out there as a possibility. But you need that shit. So what do you say? Oh, yeah, I just made that, just set up the station. It's cool and all. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I could truly say to trick a health inspector. Uh, I mean, I haven't necessarily tried to trick a health inspector. I say for the most part, if you apply common safe surf sense, and go through your kitchen and look, you'll probably be okay. But seeing as how they change stuff every time you have a fucking inspection, some things you're just going to miss. But if you just do basic shit, make sure things are labeled. If shit is suspect, toss it the fuck out. You know, now, okay, while I'm honest, because you got me thinking about it. Another way to trick a health inspector, and I don't even give a fuck if I get slack for this shit, because I've seen people do it. Is if you got them date dots, you change them. You change them fucking date dots. I seen that shit all the fucking time. <laughs> What's today's date? Nigga, you made that shit on Thursday. It's Sunday. Let's give me a Sunday date. Give me Sunday real quick. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen it. I don't give a fuck. You can say what you want. If you never done it, okay, kudos to you. Great job. If you have, yeah, I feel you. I've seen <laughs> It's okay. Everybody fucking does it. If I about to say it's okay. You were struggling. Just make sure it looks good. Just make sure it looks good. Now, when you serve it, make sure it is actually good, though. Oh, please. Make sure it's actually good. Like, please. don't. Do not. I am not by any means saying that I have served bad food, stuff that should have been thrown out. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying. When you're trying to make everything look pristine, most of the shit will have the same date dot. Like, you made that shit today or yesterday. You got to give a good day. So, those are my only two things. And, honestly, I don't even think they're that horrible because I've seen several fucking people in my career do that shit. Great. So... I don't think it's that bad, but serving bad shit is fucking bad. It like, is. the rule of thumb is, if you wouldn't eat it, don't fucking serve it. Like, 86 that shit. For real. I'd I I rather 86 shit than serve bad shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Tell them niggas we ain't got it. I don't care what they order. Just tell them niggas we ain't got it. I'm not you know, serving that you shit. You know how... Can't do that. I'm, it's just, I'm, I'm gonna just say, like, working at one place, they... They were so bad about, like, when they ran out of food, they would serve the bad stuff. Oh. And I'm just like, why are you, it's like, it's going bad. Well, we don't have nothing else. 86 it. And tell them you ain't got it. I got like, cussed out that day because I said 86. Right. Next question. I'm not going to say the you part. <laughs> 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 but do people take, partake in drugs in the kitchen? 
not exactly, you know, directly in the kitchen, but, you know, people are on drugs while they're in the kitchen. Yeah. And I don't care. I say it without fear. Yes. Yes. Most most chefs, not, not going to say all because I'm not even going to call them squares. I would just say it's just some straight guys. And let me... Straight edge people, not guys. I, I meant guys as in people in general, females, all type of walks of life. I, I don't care. Pe- chefs in general. There are a lot of straight edge by the book. I don't touch that stuff. Never have. That's how I live my life type of chefs. And that's okay. They work perfectly fine. Not saying one is better than the other. But... It's a nice chunk of the industry that is on drugs. Some of them think that, you know, well, not think. Let me not say that. Everybody has different reasons for why they have their vice. And that vice can range from plant to hardcore narcotic. And it can range from your dishwasher to your exec to the owner, the front of the house manager, serving staff, like the industry in general, just the umbrella over everything, a nice chunk of it, are drug users. Now, you have drug users who use drugs to maintain, and you have drug users who just, they just just do it too much. Like, in regular life in general, if you knew Chuck at corporate and he had a drug problem, it's the same Chuck in the kitchen. Like, the motherfucker got a drug problem. It's just, period. That's where a lot of people go. You got a lot of people that are, you know, fell into the business because that's really all that were hiring them, and they already had a drug problem. You got people who develop drug problems because of the kitchen. They feel it helps them cope with stress. It's, it's Yes, there's a lot of drug use in the industry as a whole. In legal states and illegal states across oh, the board. For sure. Like, it doesn't matter. For sure. Remember working with one who started passing out over the stove? It was funny. That's terrible. <laughs> it was funny. Alcoholics, drug abusers. All right. So, I don't think this is a good question, but I'm going to ask it either way. It says, Do you, as chefs, punish? An annoying customer, if you have the chance. And then it says, if so, how? Yes. I'll be honest. Honesty makes things interesting. Yes. Not in the way you think all the time. And I mean that from the standpoint of, if you be in a pain unnecessarily, usually if it's a quick fix... Oh, you want some extra this? Or you want another slice of avocado? You want another salt? Here, take five of them bitches. Just get the fuck out. But if you be in a pain over some shit, like you sent some stuff back because you made a mistake or you didn't read and now you're rushing it, oh, you mother, get in line. So you number (laughs) five now. We was going to put you at the front and get you out before this eight top, but now you behind the eight top because you annoying my server. So... They're not going to pay attention to you until your dish is ready, which will allow them to pay attention to other tables who are nice. And then we'll let them know, hey, we got that A-top out. Once you finish serving that A-top, you can come back and pick up this one person. Because you being a douche. 
like sometimes people are unnecessary. Well, you're unnecessarily being a douche. Yes. And I feel this is just me speaking. I feel this from making you wait, not giving you that number one priority. Like, oh, this is a mistake. I want my shit now. Oh, okay. You'll get it. Like, we don't do no fucked up stuff to your plate. Like, a, a lot of stuff people hear or you hear rumors about. That's, I'm, I'm not going to say it's not true. I, I wish to God that it wasn't fucking true. But a lot of chefs don't do that. Most chefs are particularly mindful of, you know, food and cleanliness and would not spit in your food or do anything nasty to your food because they wouldn't want anybody to do it to them. Most chefs have that mindset. Not saying it never fucking happens. Some people just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) But my way of punishing a rude person would be to put them where they fail in line. So whenever you came back and the server's like, this motherfucker's just being a dick, like, can we just get X, Y, Z? It's like, well, how many tables? You, oh, just pay attention to those. It's going to be a minute. So instead of you going first priority, it's like, nah, let's get this party out first. So instead of me pulling your food from another table, like, hey, I need you to drop another steak. You got a steak that's medium right now. Instead of me pulling from someone else's table to satisfy you, it's like, no, nah, throw a fresh one on there, and when it's ready, we'll send it out. You you get it, no corners cut, nigga. You fell in fifth place in line? Okay, you fifth place in line, because that's when I got notified if you being a douche. That's my punishment for rude customers. It's like, well, now you're going to wait since you being impatient. You're going to fucking wait. But that's my only way I feel is justifiable if you're going to punish the customer. No no other ways. Or here's another one that's really simple. You just tell them you ain't got it. It's like, oh, that one that you said was messed up, that was the last one. <laughs> so we ain't oh. got no more. We need you to pick oh. another item, please. Doing that one has been so satisfying sometimes. When yeah, when that's, it's just like, that's I it. really don't even have any for that rude customer out there. So you can go back and tell them, hey, I don't have any. You can leave. Right, and then send one out right after. What's that shit that they ordered before? Yeah, 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 this was already prepared. Sorry. Bad timing. Shut the fuck up. But yeah, that's why I tell the motherfuckers you ain't got it or make them wait. Those are my two ways of punishing the customer, so to speak. And I feel those are the only two ways you should. (laughs) But anything other than that is a little extreme. All right. Leading after that. Oh, gosh. What, what do you feel like just, I'm, I'm not even going to ask for one specific one, but just the ones you can think of. What? Stupidest questions ever. I think I'm going to go first. Favorite one that I still tell everybody, too, about this day. Is there gluten in the chicken? <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Gluten-free chicken. Is there gluten in the chicken? What? Just the dish? Ma'am, did you get a fried what dish chicken are breast? You talking about? Did you get a fried chicken breast? Well, no, it's, it's grilled. No. The no, ma'am. The what are you? What are you? What are you asking for? Is it gluten? And, and you sitting there confused. It's like, okay, what dish are you talking but, about? But I have a celiac disease. I need to make sure there's no gluten in the chicken. Well, ma'am, if you know, it's you- just a regular chicken. Bre- I don't see how there would ever be gluten in a piece of chicken breast. 
this, ma'am, if you didn't actually order like a chicken breast or a chicken grilled sandwich, chicken. I'm like grilled chicken. Breakfast over. Toast ain't even been on the grill today. It's no gluten on that chicken whatsoever. So I don't exactly know what you want, ma'am. Yeah, I believe that would be one of the. Yeah, it's your gluten in the ch- in the grilled chicken. Let's be specific. Specific. It's their gluten. In the grilled chicken. Just a grilled (laughs) chicken breast, folks. We're not talking about a dish. We're not talking about a salad. We're not talking about a dressing. We are talking about just a grilled chicken breast. Grilled chicken breast. Is there gluten in the single grilled chicken breast? No. We've had this question asked before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seriously happens. I'd have... What would be... mm, Yeah, that is hands down the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Or, you know what? I just thought of something random, but it's stupid. People who take the egg yolks and egg whites and mix them together. Like, if you have a carton of yolks and a carton of whites and you mix them together, like, why didn't you just crack the egg? Like those are no, specifically made oh my God. for when you need yolks and, and when you need whites, whites uh, your lazy ass put uh, them together. <laughs> that's that shit that make you angry. Like, wait a minute, it wasn't an emergency. Uh, no, it wasn't like was we needed fifteen stupid. more breakfast sandwiches and we didn't uh, have no eggs cracked was and you was just trying to get it done. You was just being a lazy motherfucker. I wish I was a chef so I could fire you right now. Oh my god, get out the kitchen, just go walk away from me. It's like, isn't it the same thing? Well, no, not really. It's a different amount of yolks and a different amount of whites in both of those. Also, the kind of acid they put in it to preserve it. I'm gonna need you to think before you do, boy. Oh man, I, yeah, I've seen that shit. This is like what? I'm good, fam. Oh, my God. That just made me so irritated, and I haven't been in the kitchen in six months. It's just that stupid shit. It's just stupid my shit. God. Stupid shit you will see. The stupidest shit you've seen. Somebody mixing a carton of egg yolks and a carton of egg whites. Well, somebody will, well, yeah, if you need them right then, and it's like, okay, I get what you're saying. It does make an egg, technically. But, but, let's but if you didn't clear. need them at that moment, you, you was just being a lazy motherfucker. And you had eggs. Now, if you didn't have eggs... Go grab two yolks, two shells, two shell yeah, eggs, mix meg. We got to make that known. You had eggs, and it wasn't an emergency. You uh, was a lazy motherfucker. I want to call a name so bad right now. No, we do not. <laughs> I know. We do I not know. name names. I know. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing good. 